The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. Hello, everybody out there in the world that is listening right now. It is me, Katie. Welcome back to an all new episode. Today, I am joined by my girl. Her name's Janet Elizabeth. You've definitely seen her on Vanderpump Rules. She had a little bit of a fling with Dana (laughs) (laughs) season eight. You may remember it, but you know, she's been around. You know her. I love her. Welcome, Janet, to the podcast. Thank, Thank you. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. I'm so happy that you're here. So Janet, Janet actually has a lot of questions for me, which is really fun. I like being interviewed on my podcast. Well, it's fun and it's interesting because like we hang out a lot and we, you know, I feel like we're in the moment, but I also am a fan of the show. So there's a lot of stuff over the years and more recently that I've always wondered or, you know, kind of had like more of a fan eye on. And there's questions that I've never asked you that I've always wondered about the show and you. And I feel like this is my time now. This is your moment. To rapid fire (laughs) interview you. I know I have a question about you because... This is, you know, a judgy podcast, not judgy, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, let's, 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 let's get in the tea. Let's get the tea. You know, I'm wondering if there is maybe a movie, a show, a song or something that is like constantly on your playlist or on your Netflix queue, whatever that you watch that you would be hardcore judge for or that you judge yourself for. <laughs> I would say, well, I always watch like right now I'm really into like Tinder swindler Inventing Anna. No, but everyone's watching that. So no one's judging you for that. What okay. is the dig okay. deep? Well, dig deep. the thing I would say that I love the most that people sometimes make fun of. Don't or say that Lana nobody, Del Rey. I, That's it. That's it. It's Lana no, Del Rey. Okay. But like I'm deep, deep into Lana Del Rey. I've seen I her know. 30 times live. Half of those shows I've seen by myself. Like it's a personal experience for me. I just went last weekend to a Lana Del Rey DJ <laughs> night. I was willing to go by myself, but Jared Lips came with me because he's also a Lana stan. Trying to think if there's anything judgy that I watch. But I feel like you, like Lana's like a personality trait. It is a personality trait. It's fully a personality trait. And I'm like, I feel like I'm like the oldest Lana fan. Like, I feel like a lot of it's like younger people. I don't think so. You don't? No, no. Because I feel like Lana's like, when like she first came on the scene was a while back. So I think the people that are like diehard are a little bit older. Well, everybody at the show, the DJ set last weekend was 19 and I was like passing shots out to people and I was like, should I be carding them first before? But I I think she's, but she's still like, is very popular, but I think she still came on the scene when like, when people fell in love with her. Okay. I have another one. TLC. I get really into TLC. No one's judging you for that. Hot and heavy though. Have you seen that one? It's with these like ripped guys who are with oh, these. Oh, oh, TLC, the, the, the yes. network. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah, no. No, uh, not TLC, see, the band. I think I would agree because I think I might get judged for some of the shit I watch on TLC. Yes, like the hot and heavy is like these like 400 plus <laughs> pound women with these guys who are like, you know, 180 pounds 
but they're really into their women. They're like, Ooh. like when the women are like, oh, I'm going to have like gastric bypass surgery. They're like, no, like oh. don't change. Like, I love your body. I love everything. If you do that, I don't know if we can be together anymore. And I love that show. And there's one on right now. I forget the name of it where it's, she's like a 21 year old woman who she looks like she's eight years old and she's starting to date and like get out there. And Jason and I are like really into that one. That also. one could be really problematic. Well, yeah, because like anybody she dates, are they a pedophile? Or are they into it because of it? Or they're willing to look past it because of personality? But like, <laughs> like how do they go shows, in public? How do they go in public and not they get, show a speak, couple talk about of being the dates. judged? Yeah. Oh my god. And she she like has tattoos and like vapes a lot in public because she wants people to know that she's older. And she talks about how like she doesn't even really like vaping. She just does it so people know she's above eighteen. Yeah, she probably just looks like a child who has she tattoos and, and her parents she don't does. care. And oh like when God. she wants to order alcohol at a restaurant with her parents, she's like always afraid of what people think of her parents. But like I get into the TLC shows. I know I really, I'm deep into Welcome to Plathville. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Oh, what? What's that one about? Welcome to Plathville? No. So it's about this like family. They're like, they live in, I think like Atlanta or Georgia or somewhere like that. And they're like very, you know, like kind of like the Baptist, like religious type okay. where they're like, you know, homeschool type vibe. Mm. But, you know, so as the kids grow up, like one of the kids grew up and he like married someone who like wasn't super religious and he all of a sudden tried alcohol. And oh. then, you know, some of the younger siblings as they've grown up and, you know, then, then they're getting a little bit... <laughs> So you see them Curious like get about, away from the nest and like yeah, get a little wild. And the parents are like kind of like freaking out. It is so interesting to see how the dynamic gets shooken up. They're such like a sweet family and they're so, I don't know, there's just something so like pure, but also so not disturbing. I don't want to, because I don't want to knock them for like how they decide to like raise their family because there's nothing wrong with that either. They're just like very sheltered. Yeah, it's very sheltered. And do you watch 90 Day Fiance too? I, I, I have and I do and I, you know, but. <sighs> you yeah. know, I love that shit. Like. I met Angela when Jason and I, before we moved into our house, we were staying at a hotel for like three weeks until our house was finished. Oh yes, I remember. And Angela was there and Jason, like, I feel like there's very few stars, like when you live in, <laughs> if I can even call her that, but like now, like, you know, you see people out and about all the time. You're like, oh, that's cool. Like Justin Bieber or like Kim Kardashian or like at, you know, the same restaurant and you're like, Cool, and then whatever. you see Angela from 90 Day Fiance and you're I like, oh my I was God. outside and Jason was like, you have to come inside the lobby right now. And I was like, <laughs> what? And he was like, Angela is here. And I was like, shut the fuck up. I was like, no. And I ran inside and I was shaking and I was so nervous. And then I called Jackson and Brittany and I was like, you guys have to come to our hotel right now. Angela's here. And they like rushed over and all of us had dinner and drinks together. And it was wild. Oh my God. But I love 90 Day Fiance too. I know that's a good Because it's just wild. You're like, what the hell is going on here? Well, I love how they always show. There's always like one couple that just like met abroad and they're actually in love and like super cute. And then there's like the American woman who's getting scammed by like some, you know, she's 20 it's like, year yeah. old dude that lives in wherever the fuck he lives. Very clearly is not interested in her. <laughs> and yeah. like, they always have like a mix though, where you're like in love with one couple, you're like hoping one wakes up and realizes what's happening. But I get down for some TLC shows. I would I say know. that's my I love TLC. judgmental watch. Yeah. <laughs> Judge away there. It should just be called judgment tv <laughs> anyway so janet what do you, let's rapid what fire do you, some questions what do you me? okay one of the things i want to know before or like as vanderpump rules was being like shopped around or whatever was there any hesitation or fears that you had joining a reality show or what went in your head where you were like this could be good and this could be bad and what was your mindset i mean yeah. 
there's no way to prepare yourself for going on a reality TV show. You don't know what to expect. I remember talking to like Whitney and Heather before, like when they were filming their first season and just like them asking questions. And it's like, even still like having been on, you can't fully prepare someone for what to expect. So it's kind of just like that fear of the unknown. Yeah. You just don't know what is going to come of it or if anything is going to come of it. And it's exciting and all that. I mean, that's kind of it. And obviously not, you know, when, when Tom and I, because he was going to be on it maybe a little bit. We didn't know what capacity. So I was definitely like a little bit nervous about like our relationship and how it was going to affect that. That was something I definitely thought about, but we were just excited. I mean, we were like, I was 26 or 25 at the time. You're like, we're getting picked up. We're going to be, we're going to be on television. (laughs) Yeah. We were like, fuck it. (laughs) And what reality shows did you watch before Vanderpump Rules started. Did you watch Housewives? I watched Kardashians. The Hills. Oh yeah. I watched. And Hills was Evolution Production too, right? Well, it or wasn't. Bill? No, Bill Lingworthy, our yeah. showrunner, was the showrunner for The Hills. Okay. And I, yeah, so I watched The Kardashians. I watched The Hills. I watched. I'd watched. You know, The Real World. I oh, actually, I'd watched The OC Housewives. Oh, okay. And I watched Billion Dollar Listing. So that was the only thing I'd watched on Bravo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And since you introduced me as my Dana Fling, have you ever had a girl crush? Yeah, I mean, I would say, of course. And who's like your celebrity girl crush? It's a good question. I would say currently, I mean, it, I mean, it changes all the time. I think, but I would say my current girl crush. I because I'm watching Euphoria. I would say Sydney Sweeney mm, is like uh-huh. my current girl crush. That's a good one. She's so pretty. That's a good one. She's such a good actress too. I love her. Okay. And then along the lines of like starting a reality show, when you first had like articles or blogs written about you or haters or comments like in your DMs and comments on your Instagram, was it easier in the now than it was in the beginning to deal with haters? And like, how do you, do you ever respond to people? How do you feel like you have to address people? And has it gotten easier over the years? Mm-hmm. It's definitely gotten easier. Like you feel like you've gotten easier. Thick skin. I, my skin has gotten a lot thicker. Mm-hmm. I remember earlier on in the years, I would not respond, and then I would like drink a bottle of wine and <laughs> go off on people on Twitter. I love that. Like not necessarily like everyone, but I would like pick a couple of people and like respond to them like really snarky. But also like as the following has grown, I don't want to do that as much I you know I want to and I want to respond to people that like are really kind like I I try to like respond to more the people that are have nice words because people have been amazingly supportive yeah and yeah people are obviously trolls and haters as well but I don't want to give that energy to them as much totally these days because my skin has gotten thicker and I don't I don't place a lot of like value and worth on those kind of words these days I'd rather go through like I go through like my dms Mm -hmm. as often as I can when I when I can think about it and get around to it and respond to people that take time to spend you know sending me really nice messages and words of encouragement because that means something the fact that someone took time out of their day to send me like a really really nice message like I want to like she like positive reinforcement. Yeah, I want to like, like I want to take time to spend, you know, to, to to give them a nice message back. Totally. Yeah. And then along that same lines, <laughs> the first time you did Watch What Happens Live, which like live TV doesn't really happen that much anymore. <laughs> no. So I feel like Watch What Happens Live is like one of the shows that is still live that, you know, you would do or most people would do. What was your first Watch What Happens Live experience like? And then how has it changed over the years? Is it easier now or more comfortable or do you still like have a 
you know, shaking freak out <laughs> moment before you go on? Like when was the first time you were on and like, how has it changed since then? I mean, the best thing you can do is to try to forget that it's live because that helps with the nerves, but you have to remember it's live. So you don't say naughty words, you know, become James you, and Lala yeah, where they're you'll being get, bleeped you'll get every three minutes. <laughs> you get in trouble because you, you have to, you really have to be, but also you want to be, you want to be loose mm-hmm. and have fun. You don't want to be like rigid and closed off on live TV. You got to have fun with it, especially on a show like Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. And also you drink on a show. Yeah. Oh, and like you that. actually drink. Like I always wonder, oh, like, are the drinks real? Yeah. And are they giving you drinks before when you're getting ready and yeah. stuff? Okay. Yeah. And I drinks before you get there, like drinks in the green room. And then every time like they cut the camera, they're bringing you a fresh drink. What's the drunkest you've been on Watch What Happens Live? Have you ever said something when you've been drunk that you're like, oh, I shouldn't have there, said that? There's definitely been times where I'm like, I don't remember. <laughs> like afterwards where I'm just like that, not just because it was like adrenaline. I just was like straight up like I was, I'm like drunk and I don't Like rem- that was lazy. Like, I, that was really fuzzy. The first time I ever did it, it was kind of a last minute thing. Like someone dropped out it was season two and they called me they're like can you do watch what happens live like in two days and i was like yes they're like you're gonna be on with pete fucking wentz and i was like oh and, and you're an emo band I'm fan an i know em- this emo girl and like so fallout boy i was like oh my god yes yeah like, it was so it was so, so i was like oh my god so it was, it was so fun just getting to like do it with someone like that yeah you know and it was the best time ever and i was like so i was like nervous being my first time doing the show doing live tv and sitting next to someone like p Wentz. yeah so that was that was a really special first time yes i love that yeah but i mean it's just i don't know i, I love getting to do that show yeah. so much it only, seems really fun yeah i know it's a it's a really good time i love that <laughs> oh do you keep in touch with any like one season cast members like Vale from the show or like Laura Lee or like <laughs> anybody that kind of appeared for like a season, but then never came back. Like, I know you're still friends with Dana. Like we all yeah. hang out often, but like, is there, do you keep in touch with Vale, Laura Lee? Like I'm trying to think of other people who kind of did like a season and then in like the viewers world disappeared. Do you I, still keep in touch with anybody? I still follow Vale and we kind of, we kind of did like still keep in touch like loosely for a little while, but like not so much and not for like any like real reason, but I still follow her on yeah. like Instagram and, but no, I do follow Laura Lee and I have reached out to her. I remember, I think I sent her a message being like, Hey Laura Lee, how you doing? You know, <laughs> but she doesn't follow me back and she never responded. She doesn't follow you back? No. Wow. I, you know, I, I, I don't blame her. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't blame her for wanting to like distance herself a little bit. But or like Carmen, you know? do you still follow or do you like follow her have any like, touch? And is she a lawyer now? I don't know. I don't okay. know what she does. I know, I know Kristen's still friends with her, but like okay. Carmen and I weren't really like that. Yeah close and because I don't know because of her being one of Jax's exes and you know I'm friends with stuff I don't know like that I don't know that Sarah cares that has nothing to do with it but I didn't really know Carmen that well to begin with okay another question another VPR one <laughs> okay so when we were at Kristen's birthday this past weekend I, we, I was with Brittany and one of my highlights of the entire night was that she was doing Anna Delvey from inventing Anna, Anna's accent <laughs> And it was kind of like jarring because like Brittany has this like Southern accent and like all this. And then she did this like Russian German accent out of nowhere and she nailed it. Like I kept making her do it all night. She kept like my father and the foundation. And she like was doing all this. I just ruined that. But like that was hard because like her accent. I mean, she killed it though. My question is, can you impersonate any of the cast after spending so much time with everybody 
Like, can you can you do Britney's accent? Well, I feel like Britney's is easy because she's like, Jax, come here, Jax. <laughs> I feel like cause she's, she has the most, like, she, she's the only one like with, I mean, there's there's Lisa and there's James with an accent, but she's- Can you do like, Lisa's or James? Darling. <laughs> she says like, oh, please. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> no, she, but I'm trying to think what she says. Katie, Katie, come here for a minute. I want to talk to you. <laughs> so bad. But I feel like Sandoval, the way his like diction is, is very, it's, he's like over, like almost over enunciates things. Uh-huh. He'd be like, Katie. He's like, he's like, here's the thing. He's like, it's not was- because I don't want to. <laughs> It's because I do. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was a good Sandoval. I like that. And but mostly so it was like it's like mannerisms that people do that I can sort of like mimic or try to. I love that. That was good. That was a good Sandoval. <laughs> I think that was the best of yours. All right, we gotta take a short break. So I don't know about you, but my skin is feeling rough these days. It feels like some sandpaper. And if your skin is feeling dehydrated lately, Way has you covered with their new body cream and body cleanser. The hydrating skin softening duo comes in the iconic Way fragrance, Melrose Place. What I love about Way, aside from how incredible all their products are, is how amazing and yummy they all smell. And Melrose Place is definitely one of my most favorites. It has notes of bergamot, lychee, cedarwood, and white musk. And now I can turn my entire routine into like a spa. I can layer my products. I can use the cleanser, the body cream, and then spritz on the Melrose Place fragrance over top. And I just smell super good all day long. And what I love about Way's Melrose Place body cream is while it's super thick, it absorbs really, really fast. And it has hydration that lasts all day long. And it's going to prevent dryness. And my skin just feels super soft, really, really soft and really nourished because it has high quality ingredients like squalene, coconut oil, kupuasu, butter and coconut oil, all things that your skin is going to love and drink up and be so happy. No more sandpaper skin. So experience the new way Melrose plays body cream and body cleanser, your body, your way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code LOVEME to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Code LOVEME. Okay, let's get back to this show. From Dear Media and Rom-Com Pods comes a scripted podcast so outrageously inappropriate, we can't believe they let us put it on the air. Meet my best friend, Allie. Like, gross, close best. Hello? Wait, are you peeing? Everyone loves a messy bitch, and Allie's life was about to get a whole lot messier. Maybe 2022 is going to be my year. Yeah, 2022 is definitely not going to be her year. Allie's going to bone, marry, and bury three different people. Get it? Bone, marry, bury? Like, fuck, marry, kill? I just wanted to say that, but it didn't clear legal. Ready to play? Introducing Bone, Mary, Barry, starring Sarah Hyland, Harvey Guillen, and Tommy Martinez. Make sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this. Bone Mary Berry is brought to you by Sakara Modern Fertility, Blue Land, and Roderm. Okay, something else I, I have a lot of questions about. 
your fashion, you know that I'm a big fan of your style, everything you wear. Sometimes people don't get it, I feel like, but what do you think is your like style mantra that, and like when you're getting ready, what goes through your mind? Or like when you're shopping, what goes through your mind? How do you pick things out? Well, when I'm getting ready or getting dressed, it's like, what mood am I in? What is the mood for today? What is the vibe? I don't want to say vibe. The vibe is like, what is go what is the feel for it but like, like how do what, I feel like how do I feel like what what do I want to put out there sometimes I look like a literal teenage boy mm-hmm. and sometimes I look like a sex pot I was gonna say sex goddess <laughs> sex pot. you know like sometimes it's like it's like like cleavage or tight or short and sometimes it's like literal like hoodie with like mm-hmm. baggy pants and <laughs> nike dunks and a beanie it's it literally is the widest range of clothes because it's like it's however I'm dressed you know what kind of mood I'm in yeah you know what I'm feeling that day it's like sometimes it's like but it's always like what I'm most comfortable mm-hmm. in too I can be comfortable in heels and a dress and I can be comfortable in a hoodie and sneakers something I think about your styles that you can't pin you down with any I don't want to be any description down. yeah I don't want and to you be, do a good job of that I don't want to be like that's so you it's everything yeah. is me right. it's all me that's the thing is like my my closet looks there's no rhyme or reason to anything I like I like what I like I like it all people have issues with things calling it like personal style but because it's it's whatever I don't know I like an eclectic blend of things that's why I really love when I see like Rihanna because she can pull Mm -hmm. off so many different things like she just she just wears what the fuck she likes to wear and it's everything would you say that Rihanna is one of your like style icons or like who 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 else what other celebrities do you look at or bravo celebrities or people that you're like Oh, I love. And is it always people who are just kind of doing something differently? Like, I feel like your style always surprises me. Is that the type of person that you kind of gravitate towards liking their style? I feel like Rihanna's that same realm. Yeah, I mean, I don't, it's not like necessarily like specific people, but there's, I like people that, yeah, that take risks or do certain like silhouettes. Like, I don't know, just people that, I don't like people that do the copy and paste thing. Yeah. The people that just wear what everyone else is wearing or do the trending or that, you know, and it's fine if that's what you want to do. And mm-hmm. I like some trend stuff too, for sure. Absolutely. But I really resent so much when people say that you have to dress like for your body. Right. Like, fuck that. Yeah. Why? Because no one says that about dudes. No one says about anyone else. Like people why don't, don't say that about why dudes. Why do I I've have to dress for that. my body? What does that even mean? Yeah. I'm not dressing for my body. I'm wearing what I want to fucking wear. Dressing for my mood. I'm, I'm, no, I'm dressing for the clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. The shirt is baggy. I'm not dressing because for, mm, it doesn't fit my waist. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care if it doesn't fit my body or if it doesn't look good on my body. I don't, that's not really the point. I love you know, that. and I think you see that in people like Rihanna and you see that people in like Billie Eilish, mm-hmm. they like what they like because they like the clothes. Billie's another good one. You know, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And yeah. people say like, you would, I just think it would make worse. And it's like, and I think also too, where it's like, is this a look or is this woman, woman just thin, mm-hmm. you know? And I think sometimes when it's like someone that has like a little more bod to them, a little more curve, people are like, "Eh, it just doesn't look right. It's just like, she's not dressing for her body. It's like, no, because I think if this was on someone who's like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like a thin, you would probably be like, oh, amazing. Mm -hmm. It is complex and it's a problem. I agree. Let people wear what they want to wear because they like it. Okay. And on the same 
note, are there past interview looks, reunion looks, things you've worn on the show, anything that you absolutely hate and wish you could take back? And then anything <laughs> that you like a dress you've worn to a reunion or something that you stare at your closet and you're like, I love you. Yeah. There's definitely some misses in there where I'm just like, where I love the way it looked, but then when I see it like on camera and I'm like, if I could do that over, I probably like wouldn't. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes, you know, you bring a bunch of options mm -hmm. and then you don't always get the final say. Oh, you can oh, yeah, push for they, things as much as you want. They tell you guys certain, sometimes like certain colors and things, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But, but then it's on me for not bringing enough options, but it's right. like, you, you know, like sometimes it's just, it is what it is in this life. And I'm, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm not someone that is crying about it. I've only cried one time. Is, do you have a favorite and least favorite? And I have this for you. Okay. My least favorite, like look of everything. Uh, I'm just going to go with the reunion. So there was, there was like this like red velvet thing I wore with like, with like a bunch of crosses. I just didn't like the way the whole look came together. I think I would have done something different with my hair. Okay. I want, I had a look at my head, but when I saw it all come together, I was like, something is not working. It probably was like, maybe the hair I would have done differently. Okay. The hair was, the hair was throwing me off. And then a favorite. My favorite reunion look was probably my last one when I was at home with COVID. But the, the next one would have been this like black sort of like mesh. That's my favorite thing of that yours. That was like off the shoulder. That was that, my favorite yeah. of yours. Oh, I love that one. Can I tell you my least favorite and you won't be offended? Yeah. I didn't love, I loved the purple suit on Watch What Happens Live. I didn't like how the like hair silver glitter looked yeah. on camera. I know it didn't read. It didn't read. There's a lot of stuff that in person it's so fire, mm -hmm. and then you see it on camera, you're like not working. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Those I'm not were... mad at that. No, that was that. Listen, a lot of the stuff I do, it's very polarizing, yeah. but I like it. Yeah, I like that. It's not people don't always love it. Okay, and you talked about your hair with the red velvet dress. <laughs> Would you ever go blonde again, like the early seasons? Have you ever considered it? Or because you've done a lot of different stuff with your hair, and I feel like yeah. I'm so jealous of your thick, natural, beautiful hair. But like you can pull off the short haircut, you can pull off long, beautiful locks. But I feel like you were blonde early in the seasons, and then we mm -hmm. haven't seen it since. Would you ever dive back into blonde again? I don't know. I never say never, but maybe mm -hmm. like a different color. Okay. I w I'm always curious about like red. Ooh. Yeah. I kind of want to see that. I know. Me too. Let's do <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> Let's find out. But maybe like a different color. I like. See, I like. I like experimenting. With hair, it's not permanent. You can always grow it out. You can always dye it different. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, I think people should play around more with their looks. And do you have a Bravo celebrity specifically whose style you love or thinks plays around with it and has fun? I mean, they're, they're, yeah, I think there's a lot of people. I mean, I love like all the ladies in Beverly Hills and Salt Lake really always like they, they bring always it. bring it. Like when I watch, sometimes I'm just like, man, like, like this is like a fashion mm -hmm. show. I loved Heather Gay's, her like Gucci, it was like a see-through Gucci yeah. G thing with the blazer over top. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a look. Yeah. Like the, they, the Salt Lake City ladies like really fucking bring it. Like Meredith Marks always, I oh, know she's, yeah. she's one of the people I was like, oh, you either love it or hate no, it. No, I love her feathers. Her, yeah, I love her feathers too. But like her interview looks always are so fire. Mm -hmm. They understand the assignment, all of them. And I then, agree. And I feel like the same way about the Beverly Hills ladies. Like again, you, some people are like, ah, no, thank you. Like, you know, but there's just like between, you know, like uh, Erica Jane and Doree, like they're just always bringing something wild to the I table love that I Dorit's just outfit. love it. And I love that she's like, shows up glammed for everything and people gave her shit for it. And we're like, 
You're she late, loves an accessory. You, you had time to do a full photo shoot. It's like, yeah, I was feeling myself. <laughs> like, yes. let me. Okay. Also Bravo Liberty products. I feel like there's so many things from like Luann's songs, like, and like Whitney Rose's skincare line, like Wild Rose. Yeah. Like, well, what have you purchased? What have you been gifted that you love? Are there any like Bravo Liberty products that you buy into? Well, I did buy like all of Whitney's beauty products, her skincare line. It's yeah. good. It's honestly, it's good product. Okay. It's good, good ingredients. It's good product. I mean, I love good like beauty products. I'm a mm-hmm. product whore. <laughs> so, you know, I love, you know, some give them Nala beauty. Oh yeah. I've been sent some of the Rinna beauty. Oh, I haven't tried that stuff, yet. Which I, I love a good like lighter. The, she has like some like lip pumping stuff now that's been okay. nice. I love alcohol. So yeah. if you have some wine <laughs> or is it, you know, some better pump rosé. Yeah. You know, give me some of that. Oh, money can't buy a clip. I, I never got to go to Lu, Luann's cabaret show and I'm bummed oh, about that. But I like, love I love Luann. She's, she's so like, she's so fun. I enjoy her a lot. I agree. What else, what other products, what other products have there been? There's been so many. There's so I'm many. Sure I've, I'm sure I've bought into some more. Any of Bethany's stuff? Do you do Skinny Girl Margarita oh, I've, ever? I've, I've, I've had the wine. I've had the margarita for sure. I mean, have you that's tried like, Ramona's Pinot Grigio? I've never have. I've never have either, but yeah. I always wondered if it was. I, I don't know how I never have. Oh, oh, I did buy Stassi Ramona's skincare though. I sent oh, it to her. I don't did know she, she like it? I don't know if okay. she tried it, but I did <laughs> send it to her as like a random surprise gift on it off of like Amazon or something. But I'm sure there's other stuff that like I've tried or bought, but I can't think of it. Another rapid fire question. What is the most expensive item in your closet? And what are your favorite like go-to discount stores? Most expensive is probably that Gucci bag over there. That's a good one. I don't know how much it costs off the top of my head, but it yeah. It's good. It's, it's good. big it's and good. leather. So it's got to be up there. I got it when we were in Paris. Oh, see, that's last. fun. I love buying stuff on vacations because you always remember it's a like memory. going into the boutique and having the like French, you know, it person an, help you buy it. It was part of the experience. It was a, yeah, yeah. When Jason and I were in France in September, he was like, we were in Cannes and he was like, I'm going to take you, like we went like up and down the shops and he's like, I'll buy you. He like gave me a budget and he's like, I'll buy you whatever. Like you pick something out and I'll get it. And we went up and down. We went into every, we were in Louis, Gucci, Prada, like every store. And there wasn't a bag or something that I was like, I have to have. So I was like, can I just save that for like another time? And he's like, okay, like I owe you one. Mm -hmm. But like, I was like, I'm not going to buy something just because like I have, you know, you're offering to do it right now. But I feel like when something speaks to you, especially if you're on vacation, it's so good to have. And like, you'll always remember like, yeah, where exactly. you were when you got it's that bag. 100%. It's an investment piece. And then wait, favorite wait. discount stores. No discount or like just whatever. Like if I want like basics, like if I want like just like a linen white top, I'll go to like Asian M. Like I don't, okay. I don't, I'm not dropping more than like 15 bucks on like a what like you know right. i'm gonna spill something on it right or i'm gonna leave it at the pool mm-hmm. on accident because i drank 15 <laughs> cocktails but, you know like i'll go to asian i'm like all the time to buy like basics and things like that like i love that okay like yeah i, I hate calling them like discount or something but, but like yeah h&m yeah, like is affordable. like affordable h&m or like zara like like yeah the for the fast fashion types mm-hmm. basics yeah staples and mm-hmm. then is there one like luxury experience item, something that's a must for you. Like, I think I told you this already, but like, I think I maybe was the first one to tell you that like you have the platinum Amex and you can get into all the airport first class lounges with it. Literally had this thing for like years. That's my thing. Like it's, I think it's like $500 a year for the Amex platinum, but 
I get my money's worth. When I go to an airport lounge, I shove four pulled pork sandwiches in my bag. I'm like, I'm like, oh, free snacks. Like I literally load up. I I've like, I leave there. Like they have to roll me out of there. Cause I've like had <laughs> the fact that you're like, you're like literally like stowing away pulled pork oh, sandwiches. I got pulled pork in my bag. Like, swag. I'd, be, I'd be trying to figure out how to like <laughs> steal the alcohol. Well, which is like a big no-no in there. I know no one come for me. I know you can't bring on your own alcohol on a plane. I found that out the hard way. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, but I've, every time I'm in like the lounge, I'm like, like, are you sure you want another glass of wine? I'm like, they're free, right? Like keep them coming ladies. Well, okay. Here's, here's why, here's my luxury things. I think why I don't know this about the Amex thing is because my luxury, I have two luxury things is because while I used to fly all the time before COVID, I like literally travel like mm-hmm. never, but when I travel, not only is the destination important, that whole thing, but like part of the traveling is, is the getting there. The journey. I like to put that into it as well. So I like to travel like business class. Mm -hmm. I like to be comfortable. I want to like business class is only like $200 more, which if you factor in the free drinks you get there (laughs) and your free checked bags and also the the free checked bags worth it. And also like being able to be comfortable and relaxed. I cannot sleep on planes unless I can like recline or something like that and it's just like also like once you do it a few times it's really hard to like not do it anymore listen I I know it's bougie but it's like I really really enjoy it I look forward to it Mm -hmm. it's like important to me like when I go to Stassi's wedding Mm -hmm. in May I'm going one way like a premium economy so it's like you get the extra little little recline you know whatever and then on the way back I'm flying business because listen I still have my limits like I'm not crazy that I need it both ways I will almost like I'm also reasonable here like I I can't like spend crazy amounts of money but like I still will give myself a budget I have my limits I'm I'm not insane but now I'm like okay when you go there you're excited so it doesn't really matter but on the way back now I have something to look forward to. Yes. And that makes and you not other, so sad getting yeah, to the Yeah. The other airport. like luxury indulgence is I like to have massages. So I have like Ooh. a membership at Squeeze for like a hundred. What Squeeze? Something. Is that in our neighborhood? Yes. Okay. I need it. So the people that do dry bar, it's really amazing. So it's like, I think it's a hundred bucks a month or $120 a month or something. So like that is like an 80 minute massage. Wow. And you get one a month? month. And yeah. And then for additional 80 minute massage is like $80 for each oh. additional but it's really great because you like set your like little profile and you can then like set you want like you want firm pressure you can say okay. where you want them to spend more time the same person if you, you like them if you like them you can save them to your favorites oh, and then when okay. you go in you can like see when they're working next or you can go through and you can sex like the time I select like the that. therapist so that way when you show up for your your time you go right in and they're yeah. like all right you have your presets anything else boom you undress and then you push a button under the bed when you're ready. Because one of my one oh, of my when, one of my biggest gripes is when you when you undress and then they give you for some reason twenty minutes to undress. You're or like, they're knocking and you're like halfway out of your underwear. That's never happened. They're oh. never that fast with me. But no, I, I but I just like really love this place. It's like it's not like a full like you know spa experience yeah. or there's no like hot tub or anything right. like that. It's it's a very like but it's it's really massage. cute. Like it's really really cute. Okay, I need to check this out. And this is not an ad, by the way. No, it's not an ad. <laughs> but, I'm gonna need to check this out. But. We can work something out. <laughs> Just kidding. Get at me, squeeze. Anyways, what else you got? Okay. So I love how you talk about body image and weight and being comfortable with yourself and loving yourself. I feel like it's all amazing. How did you get there? What's your mantra with body image and and finding love in yourself and accepting 
your body for like, for me right now, like I've, I'm attempting to lose weight because I'm like close it post COVID. <laughs> and like, I've had like a struggle with my body where I haven't always been like happy with how I look right now. But like, what are your tips for like accepting who you are, loving yourself at like any size and how did you get there? It's a journey. It's a journey. So it's, it's, constant you know it's not you know you're never like and I'm here yeah like and no more and I'm at I love the finish myself. line yeah it's every day it's every day because you have to love yourself today so when you get there tomorrow and when you finally arrive at your destination to know that like you're gonna still love yourself if you go back right to, you know what I mean so so it's also just like being kinder to yourself and mm-hmm. choosing the language in which you speak to yourself and not just you know so I think it's just be accepted, like fully accepting. Mm-hmm. I love that. And not just, and not be focused on where you want to be and focused and, and having that be the sole focus. Like more of how you feel. Just, yeah. Just but fully settling into being like, I'm okay with where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And like, if I never get there, I like, that's okay too. Living in the moment with your body. Yeah. And then, and, and still wanting to like improve, but like being like, but if this is where I remain, mm-hmm. that is okay too. I love that. Like you can't love yourself if you're just only focused on where you want to end up totally and comparing yourself on that same realm what's your favorite comfort meal and what's your favorite like go-to like healthy like my favorite I mean I love tacos Mm, me too like I I will just like I could really like Mexican food is always like what makes me feel like the coziest and most comfortable like beans and rice enchiladas I introduced you to Henry's tacos right I go there all the time love that place I love that place so much yeah I just like love Mexican food Mm -hmm. so much and like healthy, healthy Mexican food, <laughs> um, like health food. I don't know, like like a really nice, crunchy, fresh salad of mm. sorts with like, I don't know. I like a salad where everything's already chopped up for you yeah. and all the stuff's the same size. Mm. Oh my God. You know and what you I mean? eat it with like a nice big spoon. Yeah. Yeah. Like and that all the stuff's like where every bite you're getting like a little bit of everything. So, yeah. It has to be nice and it's finely chopped. Mm-hmm. I don't want like a salad where it's like, it's like really rustic and it's like huge chunks and you have to shove it into your right. mouth. Like and something. you're getting like only one bite of each thing. It has to be really cold. Uh-huh. Yes. Cold salads are important. Really important. I also am a soup girl. I feel like I would much rather have like a pureed salad and heat it up. I like a nice like (laughs) Greek soup. That's like a lemony chicken Greek soup. Really love that. Yum. I love that. Mm -hmm. I also love a good tortilla soup, but I don't (laughs) like the ones that are like blended or like a- Pureed? Yeah, pureed. Like I like like a a broth with all the- you want the beans and the chicken, the tomato and the crunchy tortilla strips. Yeah. Yeah. I love all of that. Lots of cheese. <laughs> Lots of like cheese. And cheese. with the little tortilla strips. Yeah, the tortilla strips. That yeah. you get to put in to so get a nice crunch <laughs> with it too. Oh, something else. So in probably two and a half years ago, I got bit in the face by a dog. Oh, yeah. And I have a scar on my lip from it that now I really don't think about. But I remember like when I first was healing and dealing with stuff, I reached out to you and you sent me really kind words about loving your scars in the same mm-hmm. way I feel like you have a like body image positive view of yourself. I feel like you instilled in me that like, it's okay to have scars and like, they show like what you've been through and kind of tell your story. Can you tell me something about that? Yeah, dude, I think they're like really badass. You know, some people when they're like, Oh, what do you mean? Are you going to get like plastic surgery? Why? They're not like deformities. They're right. not flaws. Like they're, they're the character. Yeah. They make you different. They set you apart. I don't ever like think about it or notice it. I so nev- you never try I to never, cover up your scars. No. Me either. And I would get anymore. upset too when I'd see pictures and someone had like edited it out. Mm-hmm. 
Because it's like, well, hmm, that's something that. I can't edit out or cover up to that extent yeah. when people see me. And I'd rather people not be surprised. And, you know, and I have like scar tissue that also affects like the way I talk and mm-hmm. the way I smile. So it's even like a little bit more like, you know, I got a little bit of like a Drew Barrymore thing going on, <laughs> which I love, you know. Yeah, but I think great. so many like amazing women have too. So it's like, I think, I think the more you embrace it and yeah, it is like something, something crazy happened mm-hmm. to you. Like, I mean, yeah. that's not something that you easily forget and that's something that no. you can't, you know, it's going to be with you. So to, to have something that you wear on your face, you know, I mean, it can, it can also serve as a reminder, which can be traumatic for people, but also like, it's like a badge of honor. Totally. Speaking of editing photos, how do you feel about that? Is there ever something that you like throw into Facetune or you like pinch in or do something with, or do you try to like put as real stuff out there? My fear always with editing photos is like, especially when I see people who are like always using filters, you can tell it's like extra face tuned. They've pinched in everything, made everything else, you know, like teeth whitened. They've raised their brows. They've pinched in their waist. They've made their boobs bigger. Like I'm always afraid, like if I did that and then I saw people in real life, they would be like, <laughs> that's not her. I, I do filters just for like aesthetics for like, it's because if something just looks like as a whole, yeah, the photo as a whole just looks like boring and drab. Not yeah. necessarily like my face or something. But, you know, but even like, like when I go on like the, like my Instagram story, sometimes I'm just like, I'll like throw a filter yeah. on or something just cause I don't know why, who cares? Yeah. Just do it. If you want to do it, I don't give a fuck what right. you want to do. Right. Do whatever you want to do. I it don't. makes you feel comfortable. Like if, if you're fine with presenting yourself that way and then having it not be real, that is, that is really your fucking <laughs> truth. Yeah. I wish people would embrace just being a little bit more natural representation. It's because they, they, they have felt that they can't. Yeah. It's because they feel like they have to live up to an expectation expectation. And because we're now like, we're, we're coming into a place where they're like, Instagram's not real because we, we understand Everybody's it's filtered. not, especially because people are living in like the, the, you know, people gravitated over to, over to TikTok where it feels more like a real raw right. reality, you know, and then you, then you come over to Instagram. It's like, holy shit, this is yeah. like jarringly just like not a real place. Totally. But it's like, I don't mind if people just want to make their pictures look a little bit more pink yeah, or a little bit more fuzz, you know, but I don't like pinch and pluck and whatever the plump anything. It's to me, it's just sort of like, let's just make it a little more blue hued. Mm-hmm. Like I throw a filter on it for that. Okay. I like that. I don't know. There's some, there's like some other like beauty filters that sometimes make my nose a little small and I'm like, Oh, that's not really cute. But like the color's really pretty. <laughs> the color's really pretty. Sticking with this for the and, color. And more, or just like makes my skin look not, not as greasy. Yeah. I feel that. If anything, I'm just like, my skin is looking a little greasy today. So I'm just going to yeah do that. Blue tone <laughs> Okay. My last question. This is also in the, in the realm of like food body, this what's going on with the sandwich shop and when can I get a sandwich oh, in the Valley? Well, you know, I wish I had like a bigger update for everyone, but like we are just, it's still in motion. Yeah. I can oh, still expect yeah, still, that I'm oh, going to yeah, get my girly sandwich. It is <laughs> oh, <laughs> girly sandwich. It's going to be freaking delicious though. But yeah, so we are just going to approach some people about raising some money. That's now. exciting. I know it's really, really exciting. Yeah. So as soon as we get our initial funds, we know how much we need to like begin our pre- like opening. Okay. Like when we can actually like you know how much like rent and that kind of stuff is about. We know how much we need before, like when we can actually go and get the spot. Okay. And then from there, it's like, 
we raise a little bit more, we yeah. raise a little bit more. So it, we're not far away. Okay. We're not far off. That's amazing. So, I mean, but like, I love the, the whole initial concept. Everything we've talked about, I feel like you've talked about like, I know. there's also going to be wine there. There's going to be gonna like be, plants. It's going to be a shop. There's, it's going to be an ex- whole experience. experience. It feels like. I know. I know some people throw us off when they're like Instagram. I don't mean like Instagrammable, like, but it's like, it's going to be beautiful. Meaning aesthetically very beautiful. It's uh-huh. not like you're not going to walk into like somewhere with like, brown tile and right. like you know i don't want to you're gonna it's a place you're gonna want to sit down and like stay you're gonna want to hang out there yeah. all fucking day and you like yeah you are gonna want to take pictures of it because it's yeah so goddamn beautiful like yeah. we, like our design concept is breathtaking i it's know it be is a beautiful shop you know I'm going to be there all day, every day. You guys are going to have to kick me out. Good. Good. And yeah, you're going to be able to get a little lit there and also eat sandwiches. And we want to have like really great music. We want it to be a whole fucking Sounds like a dream. Give me a sandwich. Give me a glass of wine. Put on some Lana Del Rey. I'm literally (laughs) never leaving. Hell yeah. I love it. Okay. Something that I am obsessed with. Rihanna follows you on Instagram. Yeah. I love her. I want to know like... First of all, I think one time you showed me DMs of her and you like she had responded last. And if like Rihanna and I were DMing, all of the last messages would be me. Like, I can't believe you left her unread. And like the last response wasn't you being like, yeah, yeah. Or like whatever. But you guys are like kind of buds on Instagram. So how did that happen? And are there any other like celebrities that have followed you that have made you be like, oh my gosh, this is super exciting or you've been surprised by? There was a recent one, but yeah. Well, Tom got in my head about Rihanna because he was like, you you don't want to be like too eager or anything Uh like that. I'm like, well, okay, I know. But like, also like, she's just really really nice yeah and like we are like when we do correspondence like very normal we like i feel like i'm talking to mm-hmm. just like a girlfriend yeah we talked about like body issue you yeah. know just being like you know so it just felt like very normal it was when she posted about watching the show yeah. and i was I like i loved oh the my clip God. she posted like, and she was like whoever's I'm editing s- this is so good yeah, I was like, i'm <laughs> so like happy that you like watch our show she was like oh my god it's so good and i was like it was just very like or get I don't know I don't know what to say have like, you wished her congratulations on being pregnant I haven't yet uh, you got to I, well listen I don't want to be <laughs> yeah obnoxious I get it and this is why Rihanna doesn't She's, follow someone like me because I would be well, obnoxious I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of people are so I'm giving her time mm-hmm. to like do her thing you know yeah so I'm like you know but well, of course Rihanna, congratulations. And who else? You said someone else. <laughs> so someone else really, people are going to be so surprised by this, but I've been a fan for so long of this person, like so, so long and like all of his like movies. And I really want him to come on my podcast, Ooh. but Polly Shore really follow me back. Yeah. That's like, to me, it's people are going to be like, what? But like Polly, Polly yeah, Shore, he's legend. like iconic. He's yeah. legendary. So had you been following him for a while and what do you think inspired him to follow you back? No, no clue. Don't know how that, I've been following him for like a long ass time. And all of a sudden I was like, what the, what the, (sighs) and have you DM'd him? No. Okay. Well, you gotta, (laughs) and you gotta ask him on the pod because I want to listen to that one. I know. I know. That's exciting. I know. I was like, I got to figure out like what my like opening should be. You got to get it right. (laughs) I know. You can't fuck up with Polish Polish Shore. I can't fuck that one up. Okay. What other Bravo shows? I know you watch a lot, like a lot, like we've talked about housewives and stuff before. What do you watch? What are your favorites? Like Salt Lake City, we've talked about. 
Yeah. Do you watch then, Summer House? I watch Summer House. I watch Winter House. I watch, I mean, I don't know. I'll like catch like some Below Deck. Do you do some, Southern Charm? Sometimes. Okay. Yes. I used to. And then I like haven't watched like most, most recent couple seasons. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Sometimes like when I feel like I haven't like watched for a little while, like I, I'll get in like kicks of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Binge and, you know. And then yeah. who are your favorite Bravo celebrities? Both people that you've seen on TV that you're big fans of or people you've met in real life that you're like, Oh my gosh. Like, have you ever like fangirled over another I mean, Bravo besides lab? the people we've been like just talking about. Yeah. I mean, I love all like the summer house kids and stuff. And then the house, like Salt Lake City housewives and stuff. But, and then I love Dorinda. Ooh, like yeah. she's just, Have you met her? Yeah. So like first time I met her, I hadn't even won just like New York housewives. Oh I know gosh. I'm terrible. New York's so good. I know, but I just recently, I'm mm-hmm. terrible. But Tom and I did this like event in Atlanta and mm-hmm. it was me and Tom with Dorinda and John. Oh yeah. And I know I like, I had heard like Dorinda. Like, what I, are you doing like, here without Dorinda? I, you know, I like, I knew like of her and I knew that she was like this really like iconic person on Bravo. Mm-hmm. And I felt like such a national, but like, so I kind of liked that. I didn't really know much about her, but we, yeah, but she was so much fun. It was like this like roaring twenties themed oh, party fun. that we were at. And we had, just so much fun and she I just, loves her martinis she, i feel like she's like i feel like did you you probably got lit with dorinda yeah we did <laughs> and we just like had so much fun and i just i like adore her she's she's like a real one like i just she's I great they she's need to bring amazing. her back because she's not on the latest yes, season yes. and she's such a like she's so good for tv yeah like so then since i've like binged pretty much all the seasons of, yeah. of royal housewives new york i was like yep uh-huh this is how I know how to pick people because she's like, I would like, yeah, she's great. I'm jealous. You got to hang out with her. Yeah. Okay. And then Amanda Hirsch, not skinny, not fat. Yeah. How do you know her? So we met just like from following each other on Instagram and I'm then obsessed we, with her and page. Then becoming like Instagram friends, like DM each other. And then I did her podcast and she had mine. And then like, we finally met when I went to New York last October, like for, for real, finally met in person. And then like, she came out to LA recently, yeah. but like now like we're like actual friends. I love her. I feel like her stories yeah. are how I get my like celeb gossip and news. Like <laughs> yeah. she, she breaks stuff like early. Like as soon as something's posted, she's like, put it out there. I, like she's I always know. on top of the Kanye and Kim stuff. Like I know she's, she's on it. And I just love her realness. I feel like she always puts her like face and stuff when she's not always like perfectly done up. And I'm like, that's real, man. Like she's like, I don't know. And her baby is like really, really cute. So cute. Noah's like I the know. sweetest little cute baby boy. I know. Okay. My next set of questions we've seen, well, these aren't even questions, but like, I feel like we should recap. Like I just saw you at Kristen's birthday. That was really fun. Oh yeah. Her 80s theme, which I feel like everybody 70s. killed. Was it 70s? It was 70s. 70s. Disco, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I like pulled an outfit together. I feel like worked, but I, I, didn't. I didn't go out and buy something. Yeah. You didn't dress up, did you? Well, I wasn't, I went to a first birthday oh, party yeah. before. So I wore the Doors t-shirt. It was like some like boots. It wasn't like terribly like off theme. Like I, you know, I tried, but I couldn't like, yeah, listen, I did what I could do. Kristen, the week before, gave me like a sparkly gold jumpsuit. And she's like, wear this. And I tried it on and I was like, I look like an overly stuffed sausage. In this. <laughs> I was like, this is not my look. But I ended up wearing like a fuzzy coat and like colored glasses. And I feel like that was yeah. like, that's like, you were disco. It did it. It, it Disco did it. Barbie. And then we were just the Super Bowl 
party together. Well, not even party, like friend gathering at yeah. Jackson Brittany's. It was really fun. I feel like you and I closed down the house. We were in the hot tub and Jax was kept like tinkering with the controls because the hot tub was probably, I'm just going to say like, it was like 82 degrees. It was like lukewarm. It's like when you've been in the bath for like 30 minutes uh-huh. and it's like definitely not even close to warm anymore. You were shivering. I was shivering and I kept saying, this is the worst moment of my entire life. <laughs> I was fine because I was also drunk. So yeah, I was like, get There's me out that. of here. And I was like, Jax, please make it warmer. Or like, I'm going to have to escape this. And he kept, I'd like the lights would come on, the jets would come off. Like it I was, was like, like, oh, I think we're supposed to leave. Yeah. No and one's here he's anymore. like, I almost got it. I almost <laughs> got it. And I was like, it's not getting warmer. Actually, it's getting colder out of the jets, but yeah. eventually we got out. But that was really fun. My favorite thing about Super Bowl was seeing Stassi pace back and forth behind the couch as the, like <laughs> hoping that the Rams would win. But she was like yeah. so nervous, but wasn't even there. I would assume he's at, he was, he at, was the at the game. game. Yeah. And she was like, like, please, her life please. depended on yeah. it. Like the next like oh. weeks of my life and my happiness yeah. at home will depend on the Rams winning. And then when they did, she started crying and me. called Bo like happy tears streaming from her eyes. So excited for him. And it's from her latest like podcast uh, teaser. It sounds like he's been enjoying this win oh, every yeah. day since he's exhausted i'm sure because we went over to their house the next morning and i was like oh my god and he was like Rrr! and i was like are you drunk and he's like yeah <laughs> and i was like yes you should be i love that he's like i didn't get home till 4 a.m he's like i went to the after party and i was like holding the trophy and stuff and oh i, was I saw like, a picture oh of him with the trophy that like, must have I been like, like i felt like bo won the super bowl yeah like, oh, I did. like i was like i <laughs> the only thing like i know won. about the rams is that bo's there to like die hard fan like he is the rams like it's really cute and i love also Stassi's uh Rams attire she doesn't do like <laughs> the jerseys or like the stuff you can buy she bought like a, a blazer from Zara and had like the Rams patches yeah, put on which was so chic and something I've never thought of and I was like you should sell these this is like really good <laughs> I was like to be able to go to a game and still look chic like she did it correct she understood correct. the assignment I know my last question. Sure. What level are you on Candy Crush? Oh, Candy Crush. We're both Candy Crush junkies. I know. This is actually something that people would judge me for. Oh, this is something. Because, and, but if you're getting listen, judged, people, I'm getting judged harder because I'm further judge me than because you. Because all I do is do Legos. You know what? No, she does Candy Crush you're, too, people. You should be impressed <laughs> with my Legos. Your Legos I'm not are impressive. Just, like building towers of Legos. I'm doing like really intense You're Lego building, sets. Like, a rocket, rocket, and like I built a treehouse. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like build it on my own. I followed instructions, <laughs> but like, what do you have to show for your video games? And what so do you have like, to show for your pandemic? Like, like, listen, you have you have um, statues have, to prove for I it. Have sculptures. <laughs> I have Lego sculptures. I mean, Candy Crush is one thing, but I'm on level three thousand three twenty six. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well. Yep. I'm worse. I'm on level 4,783. Oh, well, I listen, because I also play all three. Oh, you play soga, soda, I say and... soda, crush, soda, and jelly. Oh, okay. See, I just do old school but, candy crush. So on the other one, on soda, I'm on 2,695. Oh my gosh. And so then, accumulative, you, you beat me. That's jelly. And then on soda, I'm on... <laughs> <laughs> 3,080. So add those all together. That's oh, a you lot beat me. of candy. Crush. Jason always like, he's like, what are you doing on your phone over there? You're crushing candies. And I'm like, these candies won't crush themselves. I know, but this is over like, this is over like. I've been playing five, for 10 years. Six. Is it that long? 10 years. Okay. You've, you've been playing definitely as long as I have. So 10 years. So like, okay. Like we've gotten up mm, there, but it's been mm, enough time. It's been years and years yeah. playing. 
yours and yours. And I also sometimes play solitaire. Do which, you? On your I, phone? Yeah. I didn't know there was solitaire. solitaire too, everybody. Okay. I'm just... We're here. Not just a Lego queen. She I'm also plays all the candy crushes and solitaire. And I also scroll through TikTok. <laughs> I also get other things done. I do a lot of, you know what? I'm, guess what? I'm a time waster and a time spender. You know what though? That stuff's relaxing. Like I like to play games. Yeah. I play Switchcraft, which is a witch game. Oh, match three. I talk about it on my podcast okay. all the time. I'll introduce you. It's a okay. lot of fun. It's like, I'm going to download it as soon as we're done. It's really, it's actually fun. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. Have you spent money on Candy Crush? I have in the past, I but have. now I know how not to. I spend about is, $20 a month on Candy oh Crush. Oh my God. No. In the past before it's I It's worth knew. it. It's, it's, it's my, fa- it's, <laughs> it's one of my favorite so things to do. Jason gives me shit and I'm like, well, I could be you like could. buying, like we paid $20 for like Netflix. I'm like, what's the oh. difference? I spend just as much time. Think about what you spend on snacks at a movie theater. Yeah. Mm. I'm like 20 bucks a month is it's okay for that me time. No, Whenever I'm doing my phone, Tom's like, you crushing? I'm like, yeah, maybe you just have to use this excuse. This, these candies won't crush themselves. <laughs> That's what I say to Jason all the time. Okay. When I end these episodes, I like to do a rage text of the day. Ooh. You know what a rage text is? Yeah. So it doesn't have to be to a person, but if you were to send a rage text to a person, place, thing, anything that's particularly pissing you off. Mm. Okay, moment. mine would be a rage text to Kanye West saying, <laughs> stop harassing your ex-wife. It's harassment. It's harassment. People saying like, he's chasing after his family and trying no. to get his family back together. No. no, this person has very clearly stated that they don't want to be with you anymore. They've respectfully ended things and you are harassing them. I heard he was driving around their neighborhood playing Bound 2, the like song that Kim's in and, or in the video for, and all of his like posts about Pete and everything I think are dangerous. And I think it's harassment. And if I could do a rage text, it would be to Kanye West telling him just stop. It's better for everybody. If you just put the phone down. That's a nice rage text. Mm -hmm. I like it. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you, Janet. Thanks for having me. Um, Yeah. Thanks for all those illuminating questions. (laughs) I hope everyone enjoyed that. I loved it. And to everyone, thank you for listening. And until next time, I love you and be kind to yourselves. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and review. Follow along on social at Music Kills Kate and tune in next week for an all new episode. 